brought you a gift. You're like, I got you one too. (laughs) (laughs) You just like pull something out that you've had laying around for ages. Stick a gump? No, that's bad. Um, I don't know. I could give him money out of my wallet. I don't have any money. Bird. Bird. (laughs) That bird's yours. If you catch it, you can keep it. Jessica and my favorite holiday movie is Muppet Christmas Carol. And my name is Brittany and my favorite movie is a Muppet's Christmas Carol. This is going to sound weird, but my name is Lachlan McIver and my favorite Christmas movie is a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Yes! <laughs> that wasn't planned. We've been waiting for that one. <laughs> that is such a... That's a relief. That's a relief. That you are that you are correct. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's hands down like culture. not only the best interpretation of Charles Dickens' uh, A Christmas Carol, it's the best Christmas movie of all time. It yes. really is. Yeah. Like there's just there's something about it where you think, oh, it could get really cheesy, right? We got Muppets and like, but then Michael Caine is like, I'm going to give this performance the most acting skills I've ever given yeah. in my life. And oh, you're yeah. like, I believe it. I'm pretty sure the first time that I watched it, I actually cried, like legitimately cried during the, the scene when he cries. Yes. Oh my the memory gosh. Thing. The song. The song. Oh. So good. good. Michael Caine gave that that flick his all in it. Mm. So good. Like the Muppets humor has been like it's held up to uh, the test of time for like years Mm -hmm. and years. There's a reason why people still love the hell out of those fuzzy little guys. Yeah. Like you can't (laughs) you cannot go wrong with Rizzo. Yes. (laughs) Rizzo is a whole freaking mood. I feel like. Who's your guy's favorite Muppet? Like in general or in this movie? Um, in general. Oh in gosh. General. Um, I I'm trying to think of who I really liked. Sesame Street was my most exposure to the Muppets. Uh huh. Um, I feel like I really like Snuffleupagus. Oh mm. yeah. I just there's something about that face, but like in terms of like a more smaller, <laughs> like an actual like hand hand Muppet. Um, I don't know. It's hard. I. I feel like I relate to uh, Beaker a lot. Ooh, uh, yes. yes. Like any of those Muppets. I was I was thinking the other day about like if I was a Muppet, like what would I look like? And I think that Beaker is definitely a huge inspiration. And then that one, there's one um, band member from the band. I cannot think of what the band is, but the band that Animal is in. Uh huh. There's one. There's one. Uh, like. He's got like a really cool jacket, and I think okay. he plays like uh, some kind of guitar or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, real, he's like a chill man. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. my style is from that. So, <laughs> but like I don't know, you can't go wrong with any Muppets. They're all good. They're yeah. all phenomenal. Yeah, I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I think when I was like really young, I think Elmo was my favorite. Elmo's good because I think that I really wanted to meet Elmo. Oh my god, Elmo would be so fun to meet though. <laughs> Do you guys have HBO Max? No. Because no. <laughs> there's okay, there's um there's an Elmo, like a late night a late night comedy show with Elmo as the host. Oh, and gosh, they have that's like amazing. actual celebrities come in. That's I watched old. the first couple episodes. It, it's fun. 
That sounds exactly like Omo's vibe, though. Mm. It really does. Mm -hmm. Okay, so completely not a segue. (laughs) I I just wanted to get it in there for posterity. My favorite Muppets are Statler and Waldorf, the old man on the balcony. Oh, I... You're you're right. You're right. You're right. They play they the ghosts are... of Marley and Marley. Yes. In, in our our favorite movie. They yes. are technically one Muppet because you don't see them without each other. Oh. That, okay. Yeah, now. Absolutely. Then, then yes. if we're gonna talk about just real quick, we are going off the, the rails. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I need to tell if there if That's we're the gonna talk about effect. Statler and Waldorf real quick. I I just found this uh, the other day. There was a. Uh, a post going around um, where um, Waldorf is married to the Muppet Astoria, and Astoria is Statler in a dress, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, the true true couple of the century. (laughs) Honestly, that's a couple goals. I'm gonna gonna send you this this image, because I think you'll appreciate it. Um, They're Oh yes, they're oh, very good. Yes. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure at one point that I I actually did say that they were my favorite because they just they have the greatest like quips and yeah. things. They're yeah. all the hands down always the funniest. Yeah. Oh, anyways, anyways, <laughs> uh, we're not gonna make a Muppet movie. We're here to make a bad Hallmark oh, movie. Could we? Could we though? <laughs> what if the Hallmark movie has Muppets in it? I- saying no i'm saying that's very unusual i think maybe we would need to pitch this to netflix rather than hallmark mm. okay. <laughs> that's fair yeah, you're right but that's okay because we've talked about this a couple times about mm. how with a holiday movie with a made for tv or made for streaming it's very similar there's a lot of holiday movies on netflix right now that have that hallmark vibe mm-hmm. right any of the movies with vanessa hudgens in them mm-hmm. or the like christmas prince ones right those are all very they have hallmark vibes but they can do st- stuff that hallmark can't do because it's a streaming service mm-hmm. so if we wanted to do something that hallmark couldn't do put muppets okay. in a christmas movie well i mean pitch, i'm not pitch that bad boy to netflix yeah <laughs> pitch or, it to or, netflix. or hulu Mm. All right. Yeah, Hulu. I think Hulu might take it on. Yeah. I was going to say, you said put Muppets in a Christmas movie like it had. We haven't just talked about the fact <laughs> that favorite Christmas movie has Muppets in it. No, I'm not saying it's never been done. I'm saying it's not been done by Hallmark. Mm. That's fair. So. Those cowards over at Hallmark aren't ready to hear this episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, to give Hallmark the benefit of the doubt, they have like $4. <laughs> That's true. They have $4 and two actors. Yeah, and they need to make 40 movies. Yes. So, so in terms of, in terms of, like, the range, they don't really have that just because they don't have a lot of Mm -hmm. funds. Okay, so let's go ahead and generate our title. So, this is the 10th day of Coltsmas. Yes. Um, so, today's keyword is Lords, which is just gonna be an interesting time already well i've like, already called them lads so. <laughs> or lads maybe we'll just change it into lads. <laughs> 10 lads a leaping 10 lads a leaping um, that's the 2020 uh, 2020 12 days of christmas uh, the hit version oh yeah it's like when people try to remake uh we didn't start the fire for oh, yeah. day 
Right. I was thinking you were going to say the uh, the Michael Bublé Santa Baby <laughs> cover, which is literally <laughs> the worst. What if we, What if it was the Twelve Days of Christmas rap remix? Oh, I don't. We don't need to remix the rapping. It's already on there. <laughs> was that, like, that was bad. Thank was so you. Bad. Thank you. Uh, the puns okay. are back. Um, anyways. Anyways. So, so Lords. We've got a couple options for where the Lords can go. <laughs> We're not doing this. Um, make this joke every time. <laughs> make this joke every time. Um, would you like to put the Lords at the start of the title or somewhere in the middle? I feel like we're going to have a wider range of options if it goes somewhere in the middle. Okay. So then our first options, um, as per usual, are Christmas, the, and uh, and we can always give it a shuffle. The. That's that's a good start to a, to a, to a movie, I'd say. Yep. All right. Christmas, night, holidays. Hmm. Holidays. I want this to be inclusive. Okay. okay. The holidays, baby. <laughs> baby is the only choice. <laughs> well, where are the lords gonna go? Next. <laughs> the holiday baby lords? Yep. And there we go. That's the title. I don't want this. Come on. I don't, we don't need Boss Baby for Christmas. They already have that. This is live action. It's not going to be uh, produced by DreamWorks. Don't worry. I mean, there is the, like, if we're going with the Muppets, they have the, in the Muppet Christmas Carol, the babies are like a choir. That's you true. That That's one true. of my favorite parts because one of the ones, like, punches the other one in the face. <laughs> and just, like, pulls it in the way that you can do with, like, a, a hand puppet. It's just, it cracks me up every time. Okay. <sighs> so... Are they are they baby lords? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Or I mean, do we need a do we need to figure something else out? I mean, I think that this title is perfect as it is. <laughs> okay. All right. We, so, if okay. you guys think that there's not enough like meat on the bone of this idea, we can we can re-roll and try. Oh, I'm just else. uncomfortable with baby lords. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's all. I Got it. Like, okay. I feel like we should make holidays possessive somehow. The holidays, babe. That's too many S's. <laughs> no, you just put the apostrophe after the S. The well, holidays I- colon baby lords. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that it was baby lords like of the holidays, like the holidays birthed <laughs> lords well like you know the the lords that were born at the holidays maybe, maybe the lord title Stafford is and lord Wardoff. <laughs> maybe maybe the idea is uh the holidays baby lords and then we had something to to the end of lords it's like that's like our first episode <laughs> yeah Come on, George Moon Dance. Come on, George Moon Dance. Um, the holiday. I mean, I feel like the holidays, baby lords. It's so. It doesn't sound like. It's starting to sound not like English. The more I say it, <laughs> that's why I wanted to make holidays possessive. Because I felt like that would okay. make more sense. Can we? If we did. Uh. I'm just trying to figure out how to make this make sense in my brain. 
I mean, you could put a colon or an exclamation point after baby, and then do something else with lords. <laughs> no, I mean, I think we're I think we're there for baby lords. Okay, <laughs> I think is what is what I feel like the vibe in this so recording space is. We could also just get rid of the S from holidays. The holiday baby lords. Okay, yeah, there we go. That's it. That's what we were missing. Oops. Nope. Not the whole word. Not the whole word. The holiday baby lords. <laughs> right. <laughs> this sounds like the opposite of Krampus or something. Oh, no. It's oh, not denominational. <laughs> All the holidays are included. And it's babies with crowns on their heads. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's, it's Xanta. Or no, it's either Xanta or it's like the robot from uh Futurama. The robot Santa. Well, we have no reference point for that. Yeah, oh, sorry. never mind then. No, I won't <laughs> I won't dig deeper into that hole. Um well I mean, okay, it could be like a tiara. Okay. <laughs> or a sash. Sash. Something to indicate their lordship. They're just dressed up in really fancy suits all the time. <laughs> no, that's Boss Baby again. <laughs> no, no. I see. My head. I was thinking like, like, um, like the ones that you see in the like old period pieces, like a waistcoat, kind of. I'm thinking the ones that have like the two rows of buttons, like almost like the Buckingham Palace guards, but like fancier. Sure. <laughs> So so old fashioned boss baby. It always comes back to boss baby. I hate this so much. I feel like maybe the the placing the placement of the word baby has thrown this movie into turmoil. <laughs> okay, I want to I want to back up real quick. Okay, so how how committed are we to Muppets in a Hallmark movie? I mean, um, I mean, obviously. Anything that Muppets touch turn to gold, or right. it, it turns to gold. But we do not have to. Um, I mean, I feel like that if we wanted make... to fit into a more traditional holiday Hallmark formula. Traditional. <laughs> I'm okay with going outside the box. I just feel like if we're going to do Muppets, then we need to be very specific about Baby Lords. <laughs> I feel like Muppets might make, if we do the Muppets, then it will make it not Boss Baby. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The, it the Baby Lord is a Muppet. Yeah, the Baby Lords are Muppets. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Statler and Waldorf <laughs> as babies, but they still look old. No. Okay. Well, hang on. I it don't has think... to be an original Muppet, I think, or else yeah. it might be infringing on some copyright. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't think we're going to get, I mean, we could try I mean, to get the Hensons involved. Yeah. Um. I mean, if the fact we're, we're calling them Muppets, that's technically copyrighted it's anyways. True. It's true. The Fluppets. <laughs> The Fluffets on door check. <laughs> oh, so bad. Okay, so so what is this then? So it, I feel like what what we're coming up with is in the vein of Christmas Carol, where it mm-hmm. is like a traditional holiday mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. except for maybe it's completely original. Mm. Maybe it's the Welsh horse coming to your door oh my god but it's a baby lord do you know about this lachlan i do not oh hang on let me find it <laughs> we just talked about it in we the did. episode that came out on the 14th yes um oh crap i lost all my photos. that's okay so it's not on here Wait, it's i can find it i can i mean i can essentially explain it so the idea is um that a 
a horse skull creature comes to your door yes. and sings, and you have to, like... Not sings. Rhymes. Rhymes, excuse me. Ah. Rhymes. And then you have to rhyme back. It's basically a rap battle. And it, it goes until one of them gives up, and then if the person inside the home gives up, the horse skull creature comes inside and drinks all your beer. Oh, that's yes. messed up. So, well, that's why you gotta win. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Oh man, they would drink me out of house and home then, because I don't know how I don't know how uh, competitive I would be in that particular little game. But yeah, so that idea of like maybe the baby lords go door to door. Oh gosh. Okay, I like that. Do you remember back in the first episode of the Ghoul Tank where I talked about the black eyed children? A little bit. Re remind me. Um, it's I don't even know I don't even think it necessarily counts as a cryptid, but like there's lots of stories about people who uh have like kids come to your door and they ask to like come in or use like they, they really want to get inside your house and if you let them inside like, things are just going to go bad in your life. Mm -hmm. um, but people who are like, no, I don't want to listen to this kid. I'm not letting you in here. Um, there's almost like a break in your, like, uh, a break inside your head. And you notice, like, these kids are not dressed appropriately for the weather or for the time mm -hmm. period. And their eyes are super black. And they get super angry when you realize that and ev eventually leave. Okay. Um, and... This baby going door to door really makes me think we're just making a black eyed kids. <laughs> Except for Christmas it's a Muppet. Flick. Like I feel like it's it's already out of cryptid zone. Yeah. yeah. With Muppet. Well, or puppets, whatever. Yeah. Right? Fluff um, it, please. <laughs> um so if well, we when you said something about pulling like an old story yeah. and redoing it, my brain went to the prince and the pauper. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, there's that would be, I think, in line of lords. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But how would we make it not Barbie, Princess, and the Popper, but <laughs> Muppets? <laughs> I mean. Because that's, I, I just, I feel like with that story, it'd be difficult to have, well, no, it wouldn't be difficult. I was going to say it would be difficult to have it, it be not all Muppets, like not an entirely Muppet mm -hmm. piece. But I think that if, uh, if only the, the, Prince and the pauper, mm. the lord and the lad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! All right. Lord the baby and lord and the baby lad. Yeah, but they're babies. Naturally. Naturally. But, like, how baby is baby? Well, they're Muppets, so whatever. <laughs> Small and round. Small and round, that's, I mean, that's the only way to go. But That's a baby, right? Yeah, pr I mean, pretty much. <laughs> We, I feel like we have strayed no. so far out of Hallmark territory. Because yeah. the thing about Hallmark movies, right, oh, is boy. typically they're romantic comedies, right? You get the you get the jokes about the big city woman that comes mm -hmm. to the small town and falls in love with the man who owns a Christmas tree farm, mm -hmm. right? That's that's Hallmark typically. Mm -hmm. um, so it's usually a romantic comedy. It usually falls into a lot of tropes. We've made it difficult to do that. What if we do something along the lines of like, the um you know how people like drop babies off on the doorstep of the orphanage mm -hmm. or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just i'm not sure if this is gonna get really dark or not <laughs> well i was just thinking of like maybe not dropping them off but like some 
I don't know, some person comes to this small town, either the man or the woman, I don't know, one of the two, or say, I don't know. Anyways, point is, they come across these babies that have been abandoned in the snow or mm-hmm. something like that, and they have to take care of them and figure out where where they came from. And And I feel like it would be like somehow the second person gets involved in this and this is how the like we go to the romantic comedy route like that's how the the romance happens usually because it's a lot of times with those kind of things it's like two people get forced together to figure out a situation and at first they hate each other but because they spend so much time together then they fall in love mm-hmm. and we don't we don't have to make it a romantic comedy right as right. a as a rule i was just yeah kind of Going, <laughs> Charles Dickens, Muppets, is not Hallmark. No. Unfortunately it's Muppet, not. It's a Muppet Christmas I, Carol. You're right. <laughs> That's what it is. I had I had an idea that kind of half-baked in my mind, and now I'm going to present it to you um, as if I was on a, uh, nailed it on Netflix. All right. Okay. Um, The Christmas Lord, or the Baby Lord, excuse me, the Holiday Baby Lord. Yes. Okay. Is not a cryptid. But is a being of the holiday spirits. Mm-hmm. Okay. To to sort of like loop ourselves back in to the like a baby is dropped off on the doorstep. The uh-huh. baby is like fully cognizant and like able like it is a baby, but it's also capable of complex thought and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to people who do not have the holiday spirits front doorstep and leaves himself there to try and teach them the spirit of the holidays. So basically he, he goes up to uh, the neighbors from Christmas vacations house and (laughs) uh, teaches them the meaning of the holidays. Mm. We'd have to have more than one zany hijinks. Well, that's where the Lords comes in. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Is we have to have more than one because our Lords is plural. But I mean, I think that would work because it would be more than one person who needs to learn the meaning of the, holid- the holidays. The more they try to resist the, the spirit of the holiday, the more babies show up on their doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was picturing more of an even dispersal, but I mean... <laughs> opens door babies <laughs> It's like that. It's like that first scene in uh, Harry Potter, where the letters just keep coming and coming. It's more babies. Just there's a there's a, a whole lot of babies. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't think that would teach anybody the holiday <laughs> spirit. That would just make them grouchier. They would force them to learn the holiday spirit because if they do something that falls in line with the with the holiday spirit, then uh, the babies will start disappearing. <laughs> That'd be kind of traumatizing. <laughs> That's a I didn't, hey, gone. We're not supposed to make a good Hallmark movie, are we? <laughs> it's true. That's true. I kind of I like I like that yeah. idea without the abundance of babies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I do feel like there's something to be said about like even if it's not necessarily left on a doorstep, but uh-huh. a series of circumstances leads up to an individual having having to like legally take care of this child, mm-hmm. right? Whatever mix up, whatever thing we want to create, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so caring for another human makes them more compassionate because mm-hmm. obviously Hallmark movies, yeah. right? They have a lesson. They have a you know, it's not just the reason for the season, yeah. it's the, like, be kind to people yeah. kind of deal. And I think you could do it in, like, a Love Actually style, where there's, like, 
different people that oh like multiple storylines yeah that get these babies okay um and then i think the resolution at the end could be some of the people like fall in love and and they Mm -hmm. keep the baby with their partner Mm -hmm. and some of them the legal loophole is reversed Mm -hmm. and they don't Mm -hmm. have to keep the baby anymore Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. because it's that magic thing of like Mm -hmm. I don't know how, but this loophole says that this child is yours. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, we found the extra, extra loophole. Just kidding. Or somebody typed in the information wrong. Right. There's a clerical error. So, like, one of those things where you know as a viewer that it's the magic of the baby lords. Yeah. But... Mm -hmm. But in the context of the, you know, the cinematic universe, they're like, ah! Yeah. What is happening? I like this. I do think we need to be careful not to, the, the the plot doesn't need to be like, you have to have a child. And I think with mm. the babies getting returned, some of the mm-hmm. babies getting returned mm-hmm. would be great. Because I think that there is a lot of like pressure for a nuclear family mm-hmm. and that we don't need. No. Yeah. But I think that, you know, it being a magical child yes. alleviates a lot of that. Yeah. Well, and yeah, because, you know, some of it, I feel like. Ooh, okay. So I feel like, <laughs> just hear me out. We need, we need Morgan Freeman <laughs> because. Okay, I'm already on board. <laughs> Where is Sorry. he gonna go? Where is he gonna go? No, he's gonna be the like guy that is like the lawyer guy that comes and it's like you need to take care of this child, but he's actually like this like. He's a baby lord in disguise. Well, no, he's like the. (laughs) He's three baby lords in a in a prince (laughs) coat. He's the baby king. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop interrupting. You know how there's some movies where the babysitter. Yeah, like there's like the you know the magical mystical being who like is overseeing things or whatever, and he shows up as like a real person and like so none of the couples or friends or whoever these groups or pairings are that are in these different storylines know that he's anything but this lawyer guy but the audience knows that he's like the magical mystical being that takes makes it like he finds the he's like the fairy (laughs) never mind I'm not gonna finish that (laughs) That would no. Anyways, he Prince like, Regent of the Holidays. Yeah, I was gonna say Fairy Godfather <laughs> because I was thinking of Fairy Godmother, but then I was like, it's a whole different thing. That is a whole different thing. Um. Anyways, but he like he somehow knows like what people need to learn the magic of the season. So he's mm-hmm. the one that brings these babies to them and is like, hey, you know, yeah. this is this is your responsibility now and and then he's also the one that like takes them back or if the couple decides that they do want to adopt this baby then then he you know whatever makes it a real baby makes it yeah makes it a real baby not a magical baby lord (laughs) are the baby lords the only muppets in this flick are we still going with Muppets? I feel like they've turned into real babies. Are they real babies now? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love Muppets the Muppets. Are out. Don't get me wrong. I just think it would be more powerful mm-hmm. if they were real babies. Definitely. Yeah. I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is, and I, this would be something like if we were a real writing room, right? Mm. I would call somebody else for this. <laughs> However, Correct. I'm wondering if 
like some of the different individuals or couples could be of different celebrating different holidays Ooh. Mm. so then it's not about because i feel like a lot of the times when you say holiday it's very thinly veiled christmas mm. mm-hmm. but i think it would be interesting if in a love actually style yeah. right we're doing any any holiday celebration through yeah. the winter seasons yeah and i think that you know because i would want to bring on writers who actually are jewish or mm-hmm. you know celebrate kwanzaa or yeah. whatever so that it could be like what would be the meaning that this yeah. baby would help with yeah Rather than being like, I think I know how to do this. Like, yeah. obviously. But I think that would be fun. <laughs> Higher budget, more research than the partridge crawl. <laughs> more, more research than the birds. Um, Is yeah, this I, turning into a good movie? Kind of. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I feel like it's in the same vein as Love Actually, where some people adore it and some people despise uh, it. Because okay. I think some people would have an issue with magical babies. I just, re- I really do. <laughs> and magical gotcha. Morgan Freeman. Well, no, no one would have an issue with that. <laughs> they let Morgan Freeman play God. I think that Morgan Freeman can fall into any ro- role that that's, he wants. That's kind of why he was the first one that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So okay. I, I, but I think that would be fun. I'm wondering if maybe mm-hmm. we should like think about any of the individuals or do we want to just be like, this is the first draft. I mean, I, I, that would make the holidays, like having the multiple holidays works because it does say, I mean, we you did say holidays inclusive. Oh, yeah. So, so I Not I limited like to that. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And I think in some broad aspect, like uh, most of the holiday celebrations have something to do with like being kind and mm-hmm. caring for those around you kind of yeah. thing so i think it would wouldn't be a stretch to have multiple storylines of multiple different right holiday celebrations and still have the same general like moral at the end of the story yeah i think you could definitely bring in something about to maybe a discovery of like blood relation is it not necessarily as important as like mm-hmm. your true family or your mm-hmm. chosen family mm-hmm. you know you could do a lot with that of it's not about expectations yeah. like societal expectations mm-hmm. which i think would bring a lot in especially if you had like young people with these babies mm-hmm. right because there's a lot of stigma around young single parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then it would be about like your actual support system yeah cares for you yeah I think that could be super fun. Yeah. I was also kind of thinking like, um, like what if one of the storylines was like a group of friends mm-hmm. rather than like any necessarily any sort of like familial relation of any sort, just like, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you would, you'd have to really make that one like. People give it a pass because it's a magical holiday yeah. movie because legally I don't think that that works. That you yeah, can legally bind just friends as legal guardians of the same child. You guys ever watch Three Men and the Baby? No. No. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. It's pretty much exactly what you're describing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's the thing is I think with... Oh, God, I is think- that even what it's called? I don't want to get roasted. <laughs> I, I think with it being magical babies, right? I mm-hmm. think that we could come up with if we did a little bit of research with some fake legal loopholes. Uh-huh. That would make sense for why a group of friends would have a baby. Yeah. Like I don't think that would hurt us. Yeah. I was right. It is called Three Men and the Baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Starring Tom Selleck, Ted Danson, and Steve Gutenberg. Directed by Leonard Nimoy. 
Ooh. Wow. I know. A, that's an interesting lineup. It's a great movie. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't hear anything you guys said over the past like 15, 20 seconds. <laughs> I was too busy looking up Three Men and the Baby. <laughs> I was just saying that we could like, we can fudge a lot if we do a little bit of research and have a fake legal reason for things. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe it's even, it could even be something like fraud where they all listed each other as relatives on uh-huh. some document. Uh-huh. And so mm. they're like, oh, well, you're all related. So here's this baby. Right. Yeah. They they all got uh technic like legally married for the tax break, but yeah. they're not actually together. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're not in a relationship with each other, but they are they do have a home and it made the mortgage uh-huh. easier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot you could do with yeah. that. I think I don't think we really have to go much farther into this. Like I think we did it. I feel like there's there's a lot of opportunity for those individual characters to like really deep dive in that. But I feel yeah. like as of as a collective movie experience, we have an understanding of what it is and what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And like anything else is gonna be, yeah. you know, three more months in the writing room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you wanted to add, Lachlan? Um. I feel I feel like my uh, expertise when it comes to making fake movies is like the casting and whatnot. Yeah. But I know you guys don't do it that we much. Can. On Pla- I I know I know. Mm. Um, we I, already I put Morgan like, Freeman uh, yeah. in there. Yeah, <laughs> you guys usually latch on to one actor or actress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, you, um, do you have any suggestions? Anybody that comes to mind right away? I don't know. You know what? If you just throw at least like two or three of the Stranger Things kids in there, you'll probably <laughs> it'll be a hit. <laughs> what? Well, who's the dad man? The dad man <laughs> in Stranger Things. In Stranger Things, oh, I have no idea. the dad cop. Oh, uh, David Harbor. We could put him in there. You, you know what? Yeah, actually, you put anything. You put David Harbor into anything. It'll be a good movie. Except Hellboy. We don't talk about Hellboy. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not talking about Hellboy. We're talking about holiday baby lords. <laughs> The holiday, the holiday baby lords. The holiday baby lords. Uh, David Harbor is not married, and he is very bitter. (laughs) And he gets one of these babies. Uh, Okay, yes. And he learns a lesson. He finds love. Ah, yes. Of course. Absolutely. He's he he's not like the rich executive who comes into town, but he uh, that. The rich executive that doesn't like Christmas. He's uh, a normal boy who doesn't like Christmas. <laughs> just an average man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just a guy. It's <laughs> just a guy. I think that's good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we did it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that is the tenth day of Coltsmas. Colt Classics is a part of the Pocket Podcast Network, and so is Lachlan. You want to tell us about it, Lachlan? Yeah, I uh, do, question mark, a podcast called The Ghoul Tank, kind of on hiatus right now, but I'm always happy to step in and do guest episodes. Uh, Ghoul Tank is a podcast where me and my buddy Ajay uh, create a brand new cryptid, a brand new monster, ghoul, goblin, or whatever, Um, and I think it's fun and funny, and you can find it on anywhere you find podcasts. Yeah, and because they're on hiatus, now's a good time to get caught up if you haven't listened to it before. Mm-hmm. You can just go through the whole backlog. And uh, I, we, we took a crack at it ourselves yes, this, we did. this Halloween, so you know that it's good when <laughs> we decide to steal it. When we decide to steal it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And you can find Cult Classics on Twitter and Facebook at Cult Classics PPN. Thanks to John S. Quinperta for our extra special holiday intro and outro music. And remember... Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Thank <laughs> you.